This is Mike McKibben from, who am I with? Americans for Innovation. And I. Let's start again. I don't like that either because you better know where you're from. I forget. There's so many Americans involved. Yeah, but I'm just going to say. Just let it keep going. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Hello, this is Mike McKibben with Americans for Innovation. I hogtied Douglas and won't let him go till we. I ask him some more questions about the cube. Now, Douglas, let me start out by saying, summarizing briefly what I've heard you say about the cube, and I'm sure it's wrong, but I'm going to tell you what I've heard so far, and you tell me, and you correct me, please. What I've heard is you've developed this, this antenna which serves also as a transponder or a, a broadcasting system because you've figured out a way to harness the frequency of silica, which is in all over our planet in most living things and in our bodies. And you've, you've put it under some kind of pressure so it's got energy associated with it without having to be plugged in or part of a battery. And this cube can broadcast at a certain frequency. Uh, and what I don't get is how it receives information and also don't get the total benefit to us. So I'm going to start with there. And please carry on with describing this cube, please. Because it, it's fascinating. <laughs> it is fascinating. Oh, Betsy, you want to chime in on this? Because... You're getting further than anybody else has ever got, and only because the boss yeah, is allowing me to talk to you that I'm telling you You only this. blew my mind about three times in what you said. Okay, the I'm fourth going to... dimension is really interesting, but... Yes. But as the engineer, no, I'd like no, to understand the no, other three you first. You have to understand this because, see, you built the social media platform that we're all flying on. You built it so that it's fast, it's scalable. It's an amazing ship you built. That's why we like to call you Scotty McKibben, right? So we always say around here is that you built the mothership. You built the platform. And they didn't have the creativities, these tech warlords out in Silicon Valley. They stole your idea because they didn't have the creativity. But what they didn't know is how to fly it. They really don't know how to fly Mm -hmm. it. And that's what the alternative media is showing them. We know how to use the ship you built, Michael, to create a messaging uh, platform that's decentralized. It's kind of like a blockchain, and we can scale out our message around the world so fast. Right. So it, it makes all the sense in the world that we're in this room together because you built it, and Thomas and Betsy are showing folks how to fly it. Well, you know, you've, you've talked many times about intuition, and... And it, that is a part of what formed the basis of the design of social networking. And what I hear you saying is you've used that same intuition in a, to, to develop this cube concept uh, around your collective uh, experience in, in other areas. And what's fascinating me is that it, it's right there on the edge of, okay, as an engineer, I get think what you're saying about the materials involved. What I don't get is where you're taking it. What do you mean, where we're taking it? Well, how is it going to benefit humanity? Because, don't you notice, sitting in this room in the presence of the cube, the energy? I am? It's here? Yeah. Oh. This is the room? Okay. Do you feel, uh, have you felt any stress or... No, this is... Pain? I'm I'm having fun. Anything, yeah. yeah. Feeling a little high, maybe? Yeah, why not? Yeah. And yet you're sharp as can be, and you know. Yeah. 
And you've had a few uh, glasses of wine, and well, you've the, had a little Ormus. The frequency issue, I get. I, I can see that because fog and smog, and we all get the idea that there's things that are harming us. What, what fascinates me about what you're talking about is the fact that there are things we can do practically to stop a lot of those negative effects in our lives if we know what the science is and how to apply it. And the right. first thing we always say is we need to stop this 5G stuff until we figure out what's going on. So we don't, the, the tips and the suggestions that we give do not replace that very important thing that we have to do politically. Betsy is a big taskmaster. Right. So when she asked me to do this, I said, look, I have done these kind of things before. Do what, the cube? Yes. Okay. Well, she wanted to have children to be in a learning environment. Generally, Peter Kelly is the only person who ever took Nikola Tesla's broadcasting antennas that can broadcast such low frequencies and they are in fact geometric antennas they're plate antennas and they have to be tuned can i ask you plate antennas can yes. you describe what a plate antenna looks like uh, say a, a a copper piece of uh square that's flat that that's all you know so it, it's a it's like a, a a square plate with two leads coming out of it yeah it can be any size and then you have to put them in relationship to each other and they then create harmonics. And when you so, get the harmonic right, it becomes an amazing, um, it pulls energy to the surfaces like nothing. These are just now being discovered. Can I, this can is I a Tesla you? antenna. Because I, I, I kind of get the, the length issue with regular antennas. Plate antennas are different, right? Because yes. you're, not, you're not stringing uh, copper wire in, in concentric circles around the plate. You're actually depending on the properties of the plate for your properties and the shape and the shape and the okay. size and the size. Okay, and its ratio. Oh, really? To the antenna that's inside the two antennas. And so somehow inside. you can mimic something that should be a mile long in this plate. Oh yes, interesting. One of the antennas can mimic any size. Because I, I once uh, uh, talked to a commander of a nuclear submarine, and he was telling me whenever they went under the uh, surface of the uh, North Pole, they were actually under the North Pole, and they strung this this cord about a mile long behind the uh, the submarine in order to communicate. Bell Laboratories, as I keep repeating, I know it sounds unbelievable. When we finished this, and after Betsy said to us, uh, "Look, if, if you're so smart, prove it," you know, so. We got the materials and made a crude one, and then we did the little experiment she talked about, and then she's like, okay, let's, let's do this again. Put your hand over the hole and make, and make this wish that we're going to find out a company that can make this for us. Oh, yeah, we, could be, we can make them $10,000 a piece. Whoa. Okay? Yeah, the first, well, the first copy is always the most yes, expensive. the first one is. But... And, and we have the devices that can make further copies. We have all that is needed. But we didn't. We did the following, just as we did before. We can't get Ormus to every single child. Ormus is very expensive and very, very. You have to be a genius to make it an alchemist, really. And uh, it works very effectively. If you want to get brain waves into sixty hertz, you have to only use Peter Kelly's projector. That's the only one I know in existence. And the last time and that I, requires a psychic in the middle, right? Nope, not anymore. Oh, not that one. He worked it out. He uh -huh. took Tesla's antennas. 
And what they are is there are two types of antennas. We use three. We, we use the third dimension, which then causes the ability for the fourth dimension. I know that sounds hard to believe. <laughs> I'm hearing uh, and, a, Yeah, I'm hearing I'm hearing a, it sounds like music in the background. It sounds like static. <laughs> wow, wow, fourth I'll, dimension. I'll, I'll, I'll hang on the fourth dimension for a moment. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get the first three. Yeah. Well, okay, dig this. <laughs> Thank you, Betsy. <laughs> the fourth dimension. Have you ever experienced synchronicity and flow in your life? Just like you're like just totally in the flow. Is that, is that anything? Is anything like a symphony? Synchronicity. Synchronicity kind of. is a yes. um, a magical place, and and it defies time and space. So when you're when everything's just clicking. It's yeah, right. I mean you're everybody's flow, had that. Right. And wouldn't you like to have more of that in your life? Wouldn't you love to have prosperity and abundance and and uh, just a clarity and joy and you know we can bring more of that in and 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 I'm not saying that you don't have that already but all this electromagnetic well every what human being what human being would not want that benefit let me put it that way yeah. of course they would yes so the question is is this is this uh, you know uh, voodoo or is it is it is no. it based on something real. And what is real? I know you're going to go go there with me. Well, I would just leave the uh, listener to reflecting on the moments in your life where you had uh, serendipity, those right. providential Great word. meetings Great word. that occur to you that can be life-changing. Right. Like, how about the time you heard Betsy say something about Michael McKibben and Leader Technologies yeah. on a YouTube video? Yeah. All right, that defied time and Absolutely. space, and it came to you at a time in your life where you really needed to to know that there was somebody in your court outside of the big, huge, heavy fight you have held right. onto. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's what this is. You, it, it. That's why it's hard to describe because it's beyond the words we have to describe right. when it comes from the angelic realm. Right. When you, when when we're describing the unseen world our our human language somehow can't describe that fully i mean i get that because every i mean i i go to church and in, in in my orthodox church we talk about every week the union of the seen and the unseen in the eucharist so the idea of the unseen world is clearly there and communicated to all of us how we experience that um is I think unique to every person in their relationship to God. Okay, but stop right there. The priest tells you the bread and the wine become the body and blood of Jesus. Does that not defy time and space? It certainly does. Well, there you have it. It's it's, it's a it. mystery. We call it a mystery in in our church. It is a mystery, and what what is really happening with that? We could go into that, but the point is, is that. What we're trying to say right. is we're, we didn't we're know beyond that. we didn't know that this was going to work as well as it did. How is it we can ask a question and a few minutes later, someone calls up on the phone and says, I just don't know why I called you. I just, after two years, decided to call you out of the blue. And, and then, by the way, within seconds, he says, do you know Douglas Gabriel? And she says, well, he's standing right here. She didn't know I was married to you. And she says, well, wait, I was just talking with Bridget Blur. Excuse me. Oh, I'm saying names. Uh, I was talking with this uh, chiropractor. Uh, but uh, he says, 
well, we were just talking about him, and why am I asking you if you know him? <laughs> and we're looking at each other, and my hand's still over the cube, practically, and we're like, oh, how much proof did you have to have? Yeah. Now, here's the deal. Oh, and we know it's anecdotal, and we know it's personal. No, let's, no, 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 no. It's no. powerful. Does pyramid power work? When you put yogurt into a pyramid container, does it preserve it? Of course it does. That's the reason that in Europe you get your yogurt in pyramid containers. That's the reason you can put a, 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 your shaving blade at the king's chamber point on a, on a pyramid if it's the right uh, angles and if it's pointed with its broadside to the north and then the frequency of that pyramid goes in and dehydrates the very metal on that and it's been proven. The, the power of the shape of a pyramid mm -hmm is 100% proven. And Pat Flanagan probably did the best work on it, but I've worked with it extensively. But then Pat Flanagan said, wait a second, because everybody's building pyramids, you know? And I was building pyramids and going to all these spiritual places because that's what I was doing. <laughs> and bringing in, you know, mesh, uh, bringing in mesh uh, copper wire and connecting crystals to these things and making people see bolts of blue lightning come out. Of, of these geometric devices and crystal devices connected to copper, right? Well, this was a rage. You see whole rooms created this way to prove to people that this happens, that piezoelectric energy is real. But you'd have right. to be stupid not to understand that quartz emits piezoelectric energy and that happens Okay, in so that's body. your point about uh, a lot of these things, that the, the physical world that we live in uh, can either aid or dampen our ability to be more aware of our life on this earth. Correct. And the shapes in your environment can create health or illness. And let me finish the concept. The concept is that once you have the power to use geometry properly and you understand ratios and proportions, then you end up making, just like Bell Lab did, a cube of an exact size of an exact material, and then you use a special type of radionics antenna, and then you use a Tesla geometric antenna, and then you construct it in a certain way, and then you add the frequencies you want, and then you add the heterodyne frequencies you want, and you get this device. That's what the human heart does. Remind me, what was heterodyne? Just a bunch of frequencies of, say, you can get the frequency of, of just about anything you want. And you put those frequencies as separate frequencies into the carrier wave. Okay, so this was the, the amalgamation of different frequencies in, in right. our Right, now body. we meant that to only work in a room. But once it was tested, it was so powerful that we realized that it's big enough for a building. And then we hooked it up to some other antennas. Wait, what do you mean uh, powerful? What was it doing? Was it, was it emitting something or receiving something? And how did you know how big its effect it's was? It's transmuting the detrimental energy. Okay, so so and bringing it into beneficial energies or alignment. Sensitive, sensitive uh, pendulums are used in the in the business, and you can actually determine if mm -hmm. what seems to be an inanimate object is emitting energy. Now they can't say exactly what the frequency is per se. But you can tell when this energy becomes powerful because it actually turns out from a transverse wave, it turns into a scalar wave. It turns into a continuum. So you're saying something changes about this, this smog that, that we're in yes. and it changes to something else. Yes, that's what one part of the antenna does. 
Okay. Yes, it collects that energy, loves that energy, and sends it to a certain sinkhole where it's then stimulated by two other antennas that have certain frequencies on them until you literally, if you were psychic, you would see a fire, a white okay. fire coming off the so top it of broadcasts, it. So it then broadcasts that out, outward? Yes, because it, we built another fantastic antenna on part of that and connected it to some plate antennas. And so we decided that we, when we realized that it did well for the room, we said, well, let's see how much influence we can get. Because we had created a device you can put on your head that causes your brain, after about two minutes, to go into... Now, you can't say this, because we did not hook up any devices. Well, let me... Can I, can I ask you a question? I saw it through... Uh, through the evidence of watching children who wore this instantaneously have capacities that they did, or two minutes later had capacities they did not have. So we hooked it to that. Now, that has not been tested, true, but I know that works as much as I know that okay. the key works. Now, now let me I get to the back? final point. Okay. The final point is Pat Flanagan took the what is called the vibration of the pyramid energy, once it's been aligned properly, and you go to the right spot on it, and he turned it into a two-dimensional projection. Okay, you just lost me. Okay, so can I go back? You just <laughs> lost me. Okay. Uh, you, yeah, you, that would probably lose yeah, you, you lost me. Okay, so we're going back to the cube. <laughs> Forget the pyramid for a second. Uh, I'm dealing with a four, uh, six-sided figure. Okay, so I get the idea that it's, it's sucking all this smog in and uh, because of the silica antenna. Does that create energy on its own? Is that what you're pushing back out in these other antennas? Partially, yes. If you take certain spiraled copper wires, for instance, and you make them at a certain proportion and you interpenetrate them in a certain way so that at that geometric spot, like the sweet spot in a pyramid, the sweet spot in the cube. Is when, that like the, 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 the geometric center? Yeah, well, of sorts. With a cube, it is because a cube's perfect, right? But not with a pyramid. But, but there is a there is a gravitational center. Is that the same thing? With a cube, yes. That's the reason it's such uh, no, a no, no. I mean, a, a pyramid. It, that has something to do with it, but a little bit different. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, if you go to the king's chamber of the great pyramid, you'll find a sepulcher. When you strike it with your hand, it will hit. 432 vibrations per second because that is the solfeggio A. It is OM, it's A, right? But it's not 440. It's the true, real A, 432. But that's neither here nor there. When you get to the right frequency with the right geometric sh shape, platonic solid in this case, then a certain type of harmonic frequency starts. And now, as I was saying, if you take, I can right here, right now, go into the garage and get some of Betsy's copper wire and with my hands make you two spiral circuits that, that are woven together in a certain way and it will create energy. It will, in fact, create on a its fire. Own, on its own, on just its own. sitting there. Just sitting there. This, but all you got to do is Google this. <laughs> no, I, I would, I'd rather see it. You, you'd <laughs> no, it, 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 and what you have to do is you usually have to start it with an energy, like a battery, right? And then take the take the uh, take the ends off and watch what happens. <laughs> you will. It'll sometimes it burns. I've seen films where it burnt up the room. 
So can copper and well, the shape copper, interpenetrating copper, each other? Copper uh, woven around a, uh, a nail with a battery on each end will magnetize it. Thank you. Where does electromagnetism come from? Copper, usually wrapped around metal that is either magnetized or becomes magnetized, spun. Well, we are spinning, but we're not going to tell you how we spin, because if we gave away the secret, then people would just experiment with this, and we are know how powerful it is. So we turned it into a two-dimensional projection that created the sigil, which is another antenna that's tuned how do we do this? I can't explain that quite to you because you wouldn't believe it if I did. But let's just say when you look at the sigil that you can get uh, in the box below, uh, it's the sigil that Betsy produces for free for people. You put that on things and we've been told wondrous stories about the way it affects everything. What does it do? It's using a special type of antenna to focus your energy to do what always happens. When you see a hole in a, a circle, like you know the ancient Jap Japanese worshipped basically, jade that had a hole in the middle. There's Why? A lot, of, a lot of coins in Asia had holes in the middle. Why? I don't know. Because your mind fills that hole. It's interesting to look at. It always makes you look at it because your mind right. wishes to fill the hole. That's why you'll see even out here that piece of art. There's a huge jade, and in the middle, it's flat. It looks like an album, the old albums, you know, and in the middle is a hole. Right. Why? Because our minds fill that. So when you look at a sigil, it causes your mind to go to the gap, to the middle, and you fill the gap. But because the gap is a perfect yin-yang, you can't fill the gap. So the gap never fills. The gap was already filled. It... Well, it insinuates being filled, yes, but it's not filled, but it's a perfect circuit with booster antennas on it that causes the gap to be leaped. So you're right, it fills itself, but it draws your attention to it and your attention, just like the cube, it generates its energy itself, but when you put your energy on it, it becomes even more. So what you're saying is the, the energy you're talking about with me is the fact that I've, I've got silica in my body and somehow that's... Uh, affected by this sigil you're talking about? No. Is your sigil picking up your cube uh, communication? Correct. Oh. It's the same frequency, essentially. One's three-dimensional. So what's the frequency? I forget. 32,768. Okay. And then the heterodyne frequencies on that. But there's no, there's no information on this uh, frequency. It's just empty. No, there's tons of information. We broadcast it worldwide i see and and what are you broadcasting the beatles album we're broadcasting all you need is love <laughs> wah, 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 wah. that's your part you're a trombone player all you need is yeah. love <laughs> thank you very much so yes it's hard to believe now we didn't believe this peter kelly died when i was trying to figure this out Hieronymus, who lived next door to him, who was the heir to basically the radiotics of Ruth Drown and Arthur Ford and, and basically the work of Wilhelm Reich, all these few geniuses and then the work of Traver Constable, I, I, I came in contact with, with uh, some of these groups and basically at the end of it, I came in when it was ending and it was like, oh, oh, there's nobody doing this anymore? Oh, well, oh, that's a cool device. Hey, watch this. And I'd get to work on these things, and it was cool. And now we have one that is, is pretty much kind of automatic, though consciousness helps it work. 
and that's called the Indigo machine. But it's a biofeedback machine, but really it's a radionics machine. Okay, uh, whoa, whoa. Biofeedback machine, what does that mean? It senses your energy, reads it, and then pings an energy into you like, let's say you don't have enough silica in you. It pings that frequency into your body and your body says, oh, yeah, I recognize that frequency. I'm going to start resonating like that. And that's how it works. It's absolutely magical because it's in subspace. It's not even in time and space. It's frequencies that don't need time and space. They need resonance. And because everything is in a continuum, if it's a true frequency, not a man-made frequency, if it's a true frequency, everything's going to have harmonics and resonance, and you will be able to work with that. So that's what we did for everyone. We wanted everyone to be able to have sigils that they could put on bad stuff to make it better. And their consciousness that they put it on there, and their consciousness every time they see it, and the consciousness of anyone who looks at it, causes it to generate that energy. What is that energy? Wait, can you... Uh, you mentioned consciousness a number of times. I, I presume you mean that's more than wishful thinking. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I didn't think that would be the case. So, so I mean... Uh, not people, magical thinking, which people is a wish, psychotic disorder. Yeah, this is, it's, you're saying it's not magic. It's not it's fantasy. It's not wish, wishful thinking. It's not fantasy. Nope. It's something that you have figured out scientifically benefits us, but in ways that we cannot see. No, I didn't. All, all correct except for scientifically. I did this because I was born psychic. I no longer am because of my. What did you get demoted? Illness, yes, I got an illness that, oh. and took a drug, and now I don't. But the deal is, is you that, mean you're taking drugs for your illness? Yeah, and I know lots and lot and you know pharmaceutical drugs, lots and lots of psychics, and over the years, lots of sensitive people. And I used to do this for a living, so I would create devices like this. People would say, "Do you know that if you do this and this and this?" And I'd say, "Yeah, but if you add this and this and this, it'll do this and this and this." And they'll go, "What?" And I was a, a psychic for hire. So I made a lot of devices over the years. And I had association with Pat Flanagan. And so when he was working at his two-dimensional projection of a three-dimensional pyramid into a two-dimensional device, there were already some other devices that did the same thing. And so we were working with those. And there's many of these devices. And if you're, if you're clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, then you can work with these devices like they're, they're toys, really. Uh, but they're just toys. They're not consciousness. But they can help. But if you can add consciousness to it, if you can create a device you can add consciousness to with morality, and that's what these some of these devices were that I worked on. The same thing is true with radionics devices. Uh, in many cases, you have to be moral or they won't work. And that's the new type of energy that will be working through uh, machines in the future. It's when human consciousness enters into machines instead of machine consciousness entering into human consciousness. So what we did was an accident. So you're it was saying because Betsy like... forced me to do this. So for the sake of the children who needed to learn, because we were working with inner city children and we wanted them to have an environment where natural brain waves could happen. Peter Kelly was the only person in the world that could project these. We figured out a way to project it. And then Betsy said, it's not good enough. We, we don't want to put batteries in this thing. It has to be permanent and so we created the cube and then she says people can't afford this we need a sigil so we tuned through her talent and through all kinds of devices we created an antenna that would replicate that 
And so really it was it was out of that drive to do the same thing that Ormus does, does for handicapped children. It gives them a chance that their brain can come into a beautiful harmony. And that's what it's all about. That's what drove us and people think we're nuts. It doesn't matter if you could read the testimonials of people who have used sigils to do the most amazing things and swear by them. And if you could see the, the what people have told Betsy and told myself and members of the Conclave and all these people, we have had feedback that we never would have believed. We didn't believe this was going to work. I'd never made one of these before. But when I made the first one, the prototype, it was so powerful, I wanted to disassemble it and say, look, Betsy, I think you're, you know, I don't think we should really do this. And now we've done it and people hound us all the time. They want one of these because they know it's going to heal people. Well, the deal is consciousness heals, not devices. We've created a device where consciousness can then be heterodyned onto the most common frequency on the face of the earth. Heterodyne meaning added to. Yes. And that's what we've done. In a beneficial way. Yes. People think we're nuts. It doesn't matter because we already see the effects and we can test the effects and so on and so forth. Now, look at the Bell Laboratory cube antenna. It is one of the most marvelous devices of the modern times. They're not going to use it because G5 is going to supplant it. But it used the same exact devices. It used a cube of the exact same size and dimensions. Isn't that an amazing thing? It used the type of antenna that we took from a uh, from radionics. And from what I could see, because they showed us pictures of the inside of this little tiny, tiny, tiny little antenna, it's an antenna and a, uh, it's a broadcaster and receiver. One of these can run a hundred computers simultaneously receiving 5G or anything, doesn't matter, full spectrum, because they're using not only platonic solid plate antennas, not only the exact, some of the exact same things we're using, but then they use circuitry when we didn't need to use circuitry. We use magnetism. Well, when you, when you say, when you say run, what do you mean? Power? They can power all these computers? Is that what you're saying? It's the antenna. Or it's the antenna for the... Let's uh, say you have a building with 100 people with 100 Like the computers. Wi-Fi. Yes, okay, it's one, the Wi-Fi. One of these, it fits in your So that's why they created it, was to, to communicate with they other people. They think computers. it's the great, one of the greatest inventions of modern time. It will probably never be used because 5G will just go over the top of it. But, but you're it saying there's a whole other different dimension to this It can receive device. 5G. Right. If they wanted to and they used it and they were honest, we wouldn't all be irradiated. And at the exact same moment, you see, I was asked to do this I don't know, for a year or so, two years, whatever. Finally, one day, I went out and it was very difficult to find the parts and just made this by hand and didn't do it according to proportions and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, when we finally finished it, which was a huge project, and $10,000 later, we had one. And then we hooked it up and it was working and it was like, wow, this is really incredible. And so I look at Betsy and I say, you know, Bets, Whenever something's invented on the earth that's really significant, it's usually invented at two or three places at a time. So let's just go on the computer and I'm going to Google cube antenna. <laughs> Comes right up. Bell Labs just discovered, just recognized, greatest invention in modern times for broadcasting. It probably won't even be used just like your patent. It will simply be suppressed because 
the people who have the big money flowing in a different direction are going that direction and it doesn't include this. We developed it at the exact same time and at the same exact time, the quantum computer was, in, was the, the prototype for the quantum computer was made and when you, and they, what they call it? The cube and what's inside? The circuitry all hovers around a cube and doing three-dimensional hmm. recognition inside of this so they can do quantum computing. And at the same time, they created a new satellite that was the same exact size hmm. that was called CubeBots, satellite CubeBots, same exact size, some of the same circuitry using the same type of antenna, which is the secret of this is, is, in the, is in this antenna. And when you look at it, their antenna uses a hexagon. We're not gonna tell you what we use because ours is more effective. But they use a hexagon, and based upon this hexagon and the way that they divide this, it becomes this amazing receiver of everything from short to longest waves possible, everything, the full spectrum. And this is a, a satellite, and it is what is now roaming out there in space, and they have gone and they've attached to all of our enemy satellites, and at any moment, these cube satellite bots could actually <laughs> take our enemy satellites out, right. of, out of space right now. So at the same exact moment, the cube was creating, we created the cube, Bell Laboratories created the cube antenna, the cube for a quantum computer was, creating, was created, and the cube wow. satellite bots were created. All at the same time. So back to uh, how it can help us. So you're saying if I have one of these cubes in my home, I can cut out some of this smog? You're not going to have one of the cubes at the home. <laughs> no, get the cube. Make sure people get that. There will never be a oh, second don't cube. Need it. Don't need it because the cube Correct. is already operating. That's why all, Pat all Flanagan, need. why are there no more pyramids anymore? Why do you not walk in any crazy people's house and everybody's sitting under a pyramid? Because their brains all got dehydrated. Because they're using pat... Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what they didn't know, Betsy. You nailed it. If you put your head in that space, your brain gets dehydrated and you actually get screwed up hmm. in your brain. But he created a two-dimensional projection of it, so all you have to have is one of these charging plates. And now oh, you I walk see. into these houses, so they don't even the, know that's a pat... You're saying the, sigil, the sigils are the, uh, out, the, the fingers of this cube. Correct. Right, Betsy? Yes. And they ping back to the cube, because, and then everything begins to power. So imagine it as a field, a force field all around the world. So you're saying that, that, that they communicate back to the cube and generate additional energy from yes. the cube that, that then and, goes back and out? We and we ask people, you know, if they have sacred places in their communities. Uh, and no way should you trash that sacred place. But if there's a place that you can put the sigil that you feel would offer a beneficial loving energy back to the community then do that and and that just kind of powers up everything and that's how we bring a consciousness to the planet earth and begin the healing process that we so need to make a change in, into this new world that we're going to become a meme is an is a neural network in your brain and this has been proven we've written about this quite a bit and so when you oh, send yeah, out the, a meme... The Marines have a whole division that does memes. Yes, it is a frequency. It is a brain frequency. It is a complicated heterodyne brain frequency. And so when we created this, it's just like the thoughts of the people who created the cube or the thoughts of the person who created a meme or the thoughts of the person who created or invented something or discovered something and it was discovered in the three places on the earth almost at the same exact moment. What is that? Those are frequencies. Right. And so 
you it's very easy to laugh at this but when you break it down into the human domain instead of making it a, a machine language kind of thing like everybody wants to say well why can't you just mass produce these no it's about consciousness it is not about the cube itself the cube is a replication of the human heart creating the energy that's needed to create coherence with the brain that then creates the uh, the gamma wave the delta wave the theta wave the beta wave the alpha wave all of those waves come into perfect coherence because the human heart which is a cube at this point has that energy now the human you talked before about energy the human heart produces anywhere from a hundred to a thousand times the energy that the brain produces everybody thinks that the brain is a is a power it's a it's a battery yes to a degree and it does produce energy it produces piezoelectric bioelectric energy it doesn't travel the speed of light it travels the speed of sound in the human body generally bioelectric energy is it, it goes from jump synapse to synapse and goes from one end of the body to the next but what is happening is you have a cold plasma generator in your brain in your heart and in your intestines in your metabolic system and we've written about that in book two betsy Tyler did such a great job on describing the way that these things are in the human body. So we didn't invent these. No. Right. In fact, we have a, on our website, uh, the OurSpirit.com site, we have a diet that we recommend people follow. And we have, it's a clearing of each chakra area because the wear and tear of our bodies w meeting Monsanto and GMOs and chemtrails and fluoride water is it's just destroying all the vibrations the natural vibrations that emanate from our different chakras so if you take this and you work with it step by step you begin to clear your channels and pathways so that you can reconnect to this the cosmic earthly nutrition stream well and, and ascend raise their vibration yes, right right essentially let me thank you for sharing a bit of your hearts Oh, that's all. So I, that's my only response to this. Well, you know, it's hard to believe, and it's okay. We don't need anybody to believe it because we never sell. We don't sell this stuff. We're not. We get anything we like. The books that we actually sell, we probably have ten times that amount of information for free on the internet, as you full well know. Whether it be if you follow the glass speed game, and you go between aim for truth to ourspirit.com, then you'll notice the reason we have different names. And then there are other sites we have we're not going to mention today. But if you follow the glass bead game and you take the bridges all over the place for the things that we're connected with, it'll connect to you. The glass bead game leads to Americans for Innovation and the work that all of your team does. And so what we're doing here, when, when it was recently noticed, uh, Betty, uh, Betsy put into Aim for Truth on uh, Truth News Headlines, that we have joined our efforts that you two groups uh, us and all of us have joined yes. efforts that uh, americans for innovation and aim for truth and the whole thing has joined that's because we're the same vibration we're the same right. resonance and it doesn't matter how far apart we are when we get together and we share thoughts you'll notice we seldom ever disagree why is that because we have raised our frequency from a very low vibration of sleep into a high vibration that it goes even beyond millawaves consciousness goes into the cosmos absolutely god bless you too thank you michael